Coming at you from Scratcher Wolf Studio, it's that time again to rage across the internet. It's your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. As always, I'm your host, Porter. Sit to my left, the 2020-2021 Little League champion, Daniel Tyson. Hey, everybody. And coming in remote, our dear friend and master dentist, really? CJ. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Master dentist, huh? He's got a, Apparently. He's got a whole pool full of teeth. <laughs> How many of them are yours? They're all his once he's done. I don't know, Mr. With a mouthful of teeth, that... (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Porter. Oh, boy, here we go. My only regret is I didn't get CJDDS. (laughs) It's just Mr. (laughs) Alphabet Soup. CJDDS, that's... Yep. We're gonna do CJ DDS Squire. Whoa! We're just adding to it, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to Rage Across the Internet. Yes. This is once again your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. Each and every week we get together, discuss uh, various aspects of the game, and today is no exception. Back from another actual play of wherever Gaia takes us. Join that show, man. I'm, I'm, I hope you're enjoying the game. Well, I'm enjoying the game. And actually, it's related. Um, Today's episode, uh, it comes to us actually straight from CJ. This was his idea. And that's why, again, he's here. Again. I, I think he's here because we enjoy his company. Well, and yes, he's a good storyteller. Too. Also that, too. I mean, I want to give him a big head here. He's getting very quiet, and I feel like, <laughs> you know, he's just absorbing this this well, positivity. Like here. <laughs> it's not like us. Of so. course not. Just absorbing the absorbing the positivity and planning to do stuff with our teeth. <laughs> There's no sane, well-adjusted person decides they want to diddle someone's mouth for a living. Fucking dentists, man. <laughs> I want to put my hands in your mouth. <laughs> right? That's, and that's my career. <laughs> that guy's not on a list. Are we kidding? <laughs> oh, God. This is, yep, good start. Shout out to John on that one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> great start here we go no with this this actually this was cj's idea and it's super topical because by the way we are smack dab in the middle of halloween whoop whoop which if you're a fan of rai we celebrate halloween since the first of september but it's mid-october now because it's it's the halloween season it is the halloween season it's it's the best season and yes. it's the only reason we're here frankly <laughs> Like, if they're like, Halloween's canceled, fuck off, it's just going to be Thanksgiving and Easter or whatever. I First, canceling the show? No, it was just Halloween. Oh. They canceled Halloween. What the fuck would we be doing? Like, there's no point. I don't mean on the show, I mean on Earth. (laughs) Even worse. It's the only point of being on this planet is Halloween. It's September through October? Yes. It's it's Halloween in in Werewolf. It's it's it. It's all we got. I'm fine with that. Without the spooky Uh, season, not much we can do. Exactly. I'm, you know what? Oddly fine with that. It's just the world. Yes. Sorry. Fucking watch a horror movie or else. Preferably with werewolves in it. Maybe. There's not really very many good ones. No. No. Maybe watch something where someone takes teeth out. How do you avoid the dentist? How do you do that? I mean, I guess brushing, but. <laughs> I mean, even then. Yeah. But like, well, you know, like we do they have. they count as doctors? What's, that's the question. Because, like, and no, I don't think they do. I mean. I think they're doctors who couldn't commit. <laughs> It's like a podiatrist. I look at the feet specifically. There's like a whole body attached to it. You just got lazy. Um, but, you, you know, they say, you know, doctors are afraid of apples. Right. You know, you know the saying, an apple a day keeps a doctor. Doctors are afraid of apples. So what are dentists afraid of? Apples. 
Was it like half an apple? Will that do? Because they're not kind of, full doctors. I mean, they're just mouth doctors. I see. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because what about I mechanics? Can, I mean, well, yeah. a doctor's just a human mechanic. Correct. Hmm. So are, are mechanics afraid of apples? No, because are they afraid of metal apples? <laughs> metal apple. Got it. <laughs> Probably. No, you just steal the ten millimeter socket from a mechanic, and they can't do anything. You steal what? The ten millimeter socket. Because everybody's always looking for that. It's always going missing. Like, they can't do anything? Like, it immobilizes them? There are a lot of things that require the 10 millimeter socket. Right, but CJ said they can't do anything. I wouldn't Like, say so if anything. I grab that motherfucker, they're going to starve to death because they can't feed themselves? <laughs> Have that, you ever tried it? I don't know. I haven't. That, I'm nasty. Can't prove it until otherwise, Drew. I don't have anything against mechanics, though. Because I'm like a doctor. If you go to the mechanics and say, hey, change my oil, and they don't, you don't owe them any money. Oh. <laughs> a doctor will show up late, charge you for being late. Yep. Right. And then if you're like, hey, my fucking blood's bad, change my oil. They won't do it. Nope. They'll usually refer you to somebody else and then have the audacity of charging you for passing the buck. <laughs> if I go to the doctor with like a broken hip and he doesn't fix that hip today, then what the fuck is he getting paid for? He didn't do anything. But he still expects money. Doctors are thieves. Throw apples at them. <laughs> They're afraid of them and they deserve that fear. <laughs> Oh, man, it, it's funny. This became a call to... I was just trying to say Happy Halloween. <laughs> I'm not even a mechanic, but I do a lot of mechanical work on stuff other than cars, and yet I have a hard time if I don't have that 10 millimeter socket or 10 millimeter wrench. I feel like you're trying to tell us that you built some sort of robot for some unseemly purpose. <laughs> I Unseemly, no, but yes. I have built a few for other stuff. <laughs> Hell, Jude, I, I showed you the video already. Whoa! I, didn't, <laughs> not, not I have video. not seen... Not that video. <laughs> See, he admits that video exists. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. All right. I guess, I, guess we can, I guess we can roll this into Trick or Treat, folks. Trick or Treat! Just kidding! <laughs> Whole time! Maybe. Whole time! I was just kidding! There are no vacuum cleaners in Danny's home. <laughs> I'm not. Nope. I'm they won't not. sell him any sort of pump at Home Depot. I'm not. Nope. Nope. We got a show. But before we got a show, we have some business to take care of. <laughs> We're going to show after that. Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> Hell, they've I mean, already started fast forwarding at this point. They might as well get it with. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, for real, though, happy Halloween. Happy it always Halloween. is the Halloween season. Um, and we'll get back to that in a second because Danny wants to show. He's right. Yes. <laughs> if you've gotten this far, you must be a fan of what we do. And if you're a fan of what we do, we definitely appreciate your help. And yeah. there are definitely there are ways you can do that. Obviously, word of mouth is very important. The more people that we tell about the show, the more people that listen. I mean, that's obviously that's good for us. So, you know, tell, tell people, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell people you want to get into Werewolf. Uh, we recently did a show about the pitch, getting people into Werewolf. Maybe start them right there. Yeah. You know, you got that group you didn't know how to tell them. Maybe that's the show for you. We're here for you. We want to help. It's great. You can help us too. Aside from word of mouth, um, if you are in a position to give, if you have the cash to spare, which frankly would be a miracle, is it's not the world we're living in right now. But no, if but. you do, holy shit, we'd appreciate it. You could swing over by our Ko-Fi. That's ko-fi.com slash rage across the internet. And you could join, you could, I mean, you could do a one-time donation if you're so inclined. We or still appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Or, which is really the better idea, 
is you could join one of our tiers. And uh, if you do that, we actually, we have rewards, obviously. Uh, we have the same thank you for the support. We've got our movie nights. We've got our uh, game team. Game team. Which is kind of a uh, free pass to harass us all the time because <laughs> yeah. now you can get a hold of us. Yep. You know, we have our postmortem series, which yep. we have, which we do a breakdown of all the games we have run under Porter here as the storyteller between me and Tom and our previous character before wherever Gaia takes us. That's right. So the adventures of the Blood Moon Pack, which I guess yes. is a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Yeah, that, I, I think that by pack now. gets changed. No, not yet. Oh, then yeah. Look at that. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they fine. eventually get renamed. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, no, it's But good. yeah, there's, there's that. It, you know, it's a dive. Um, you know, we do some readings from the scripts. We talk about some of the behind the scenes stuff. And then there's a lot of fun banter. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Serial lore. We did serial lore. We did uh, fast food lore. <laughs> this is somehow relevant and important. It's it, just in your heart. It will be. It will be. I promise. We also have the NPC of the month. Yes. Uh, club for, you know, which is a, uh, fully fleshed out characters. It, it's a character from my character Bible that, you know, I hand out one a month, um, and it gets rewritten and revised because there are various versions of that through the years. I mean, the, these are, these are gifts that we give for the gift that you give to the gifting of the give. So. <laughs> If you're in a position, and thank you. Yes, if you're in a position, please and thank you. It means the world to us. And again, if you don't, we totally understand. You know, times are tight and money is important. And we get it. Yeah, we get it. We we respect that shit. You know, there's a reason our store ain't open no more. Exactly. You know, fucking. I would love to just be a fucking shyster and not care, but no, we can't do that. To you got to community. community exactly. You got to take care of each other. But that's that's that. You know. Of course, there's also our Discord. Yep. Um. There's there's a. Fun little cast of characters that <laughs> show up on the regular on our yep. Discord. And Some again, we folks. built an awesome community where most of you are there on the Discord. We would love for all of you to be there. Right. And, and if you are not there, you can be there by getting through the forums of our website at RageCrossTheInternet.com. Dot com. Dot com. hey And I feel like that's enough. That's that's good enough. <laughs> all right. So back to apples. Back <laughs> <laughs> Technically, do- dentists are doctors. They have a doctorate. But again, they go to school a long time to get a doctorate. So does a shrink. So does a podiatrist. And they are also they're doctors. just they're just <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you are a shrink and you insist on being called doctor, you're probably a little bit of an ass. Actually, maybe not a shrink, but you know, there there are there are doctorates out there that do not. We got a lot of distinctions today. We, I'm drawing lines in the sand. We're making friends. (laughs) (laughs) Or enemies. Or both. (laughs) Or we're just giving Danny a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, you'll just say, or depending on. Some of of this, I'm sure, is getting cut. There are groups where we've offended already. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see. It depends on how much humor, right? Yeah, because it depends on how hard I'm laughing when I come Mm -hmm. to edit. But yes, back to it. And uh, again suggestion from CJ on today's episode. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So back to apples. But <laughs> no, no, for real. Um, this was CJ's <laughs> suggestion and perfectly topical for Halloween. And again, yes. happy Halloween, everybody. We celebrate it. We love it here. We hope you're loving it too. Go watch some horror movies, but not so fast. Because first, we are here to talk about creature design. And I'm trying to remember where this episode is ending up compared to 
the story. It's going to be right before it. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to give spoiler away right. then. But. So, yeah, the stuff <laughs> in 10-2 is not going to area. It's going to be next week. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> well, thank you for checking. Yeah. But at the same time. Yeah, I wish it wouldn't so. Because yeah. this would be perfect after 10-2. Because yep. there's two more examples, <laughs> but... Because obviously you knew exactly what I was thinking here. Yeah, well, it's, it's what CJ was thinking. It was fucking brilliant. Yes. And so, and let's let's expand on that mm-hmm. real quick. CJ, yeah. why did you suggest this episode? Uh, it is something that I will admit myself I've struggled at a few times whenever it came to, like, making enemies for my packs to go up against. You know, instead of just throwing, having them face Scrag number... 43 and through the actual play series with Porter and seeing some of the creatures that he's made that have either made our skins crawl or have just been amazing to like figure out how they behave and how they fit into this world. Figured, you know, getting picking his brain a little bit, coming up with some extra ideas might be a good idea for an episode. I mean, thank you. I mean, obviously, it's very flattered, but also, <laughs> I. I think it was important to talk about why we decided to do this because it seems like such a, a narrow fucking topic, but mm-hmm. you know, also I'm personally, I'm, I'm kind of proud of my creature design. I, I feel like say, it's something I do kind of well. And I'm not always a hundred percent sure on which ones are your design compared to what you taken direct from books compared to what you've just taken as inspiration. And we'll cover all of that. I'm mostly, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, mostly it's all original designs. You yeah. know I mean? You know what a scrag is. Obviously I didn't mm-hmm. come up with a scrag. But, you know, the Gutweiler. <laughs> it's one of my favorite names. Right. It's so fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the if, Cedars. If, if, right, the Cedars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those, that's a big one. Especially with, uh, again, the, the actual play going on. And then the next week. <laughs> yeah, there's two original creations next week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. For yeah. people to hear these. You know, the Jolgen, which we barely really got to interact with, but that was another original design. Which one was that one? That was the uh, the plant monster. Ah, okay. Yeah, we really didn't get to interact with it. Okay. But it was still a significant part of the story. And and again, that was an original write-up. There's, there's, there's a bit written about it. Really? Yeah. Have you used it <laughs> in other places? No. No, so this is brand new for this story then. Yeah, it was going to have a bigger role, and then obviously we had the the 11th hour, the curveball, so I had to rewrite stuff, mm-hmm. and so its role got diminished. I mean, unfortunate, yeah. but... But, like, its hunting patterns, how it feeds, how it moves. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, I went, I went full tilt. I, was, I really enjoyed it. I was having fun <laughs> with it. Like, how often is... I don't... Sorry, I don't want to make this about you, though, because we have other stuff to do in this episode, but... When it comes to your creature designs, how often are you getting that specific? Well, this is kind of new. This is especially true with um, with Gorgons. Okay. Fair. Uh, I, I haven't gone into that kind of detail with Banes before, mm-hmm. um, but with the uh, my, my design philosophy when it comes to Gorgons is I, I want them to have some sort of greater function, which isn't, I don't want to say you have to, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they're of the wild, right? Right. So they don't. There's no having too much logic and reason behind them seems like that's already a problem. Yeah, you don't want it too <laughs> structured. However, you know, I, I wanted to, to sit down. I, I sat back and I wanted to think about how they work. You know, I, I wanted to go to focus on the organic aspects of them. You know, and I think that I mean, let's start with start with the cedar, right? 
you know, the, the idea that, um, and you know, this was, it was based on a, a creepypasta. I remember you explaining that. Yeah. Through the, through the, the Q and a episode. Yeah. And I just, I took it and I ran, you know, like I gave it that pineapple like skin texture because I like the idea that they had the little seed packets, like the seeds inside that had cedar. So it would pass on it and replicate pineapple gecko monkey. Right. By, by implanting (laughs) those seeds in its prey, you know, it's pollinating as it's attacking basically. Right. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's just remembering that shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Cedars are neat. Yeah. Now, CJ, you said you have a little bit more trouble when it comes to creature design. Occasionally, yes. There are times where I think I hit, like, fucking gold and start actually running away with an idea. But, yeah, a lot of time it's one of those things of, like, how much time do you actually spend on it? How much detail do you try to go into versus just reskinning a already existing creature? Now, is there any like, examples you can hit us with that you've had? Like, give me one of those gold ones. Uh, one of the ones that I made that I've used for a for two games so far for like a monster for their rite of passage was a thing that I called a rot dam. Basically, it started off with an idea of what happens when you get rot walkers, the uh, bane that possessed something dead, and animate it for a little while. What happens when you start getting more of those in an area? And I eventually made this little like colony creature that is an amalgamation of a bunch of rotting corpses that form into one specific unit and like usually go and stay upstream sit in a river and just slowly let the water filter through them as they're tainting it oh i love that holy shit (laughs) and when this thing fights this is my favorite part because it freaked out the players the first time when it fights the thing gets up on like an amalgamation of limbs and when it moves, it's like it's rolling and new limbs are pushing out of the body. Oh, it's f- to catch itself as it's going. I love it. That's full. Oh, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> Not that. Hey, that's great. That's awesome. Okay. Well Second done. Second favorite part. I have a little condition that if the players deal a specific amount of damage or over, it splits in half. Nice. That's some classic slime shit. I love it. Well and done. Then, once again. It's just a Rottwalker, for the most part, that has been, like, statted up and given a few new little tricks. But that's okay. You know, I mean, it, yeah. little enhancements, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, I mean, let, let's face it. I mean, even even that initial concept came from the lowly meat puppet. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, which... I mean, I get it. Meat puppet. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. Oh, my... And it's slowly tainting the water, too. That's my favorite part. <laughs> The idea that mm-hmm. the, by by its habit, it's like they hang out by their river and just filter the water through this diseased fucking <laughs> net. Damn. Yeah. And then just, you know, occasionally you'll be going through the woods and just seeing, like, a, a deer that's been half mauled by a bear limping along to go drop itself onto this mountain. Oh. Beautiful. To join the colony. No. Yeah. I mean, yes. No, beautiful. No, no like... No, as in, oh, God, don't do it. Don't do it. But, like, no, you're... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I didn't... I don't, I'm, I'm impressed. I like this. You've got a lot. Yeah, like, the deer's about to die kind of thing, and he knows no, it. No, no, it's dead. It's Okay, so it they, just died. Oh, yeah, that is a corpse. It's, yeah, been, it's yeah. missing an arm, or missing a leg. Its ribs are showing. I guts hope. are dragging behind it. I, I hope and the deer doesn't not even be there. 
Wait, well, I mean, once it, it might once the, it joins the colony. That's exactly what I was going to say. Well, yeah, well, after, once... but before. I mean, you said missing an arm. I'm like, fucking, I hope it missed yeah. both. <laughs> if I'm out in the woods and I see a deer with a pair of arms, I am fucking, I'm not even running. I'm just accepting fate. I'm just going to lay down and wait for that to happen because I ain't getting <laughs> away. God damn it. A gif just popped in my head from fucking cartoon that I might have to send later. <laughs> okay. oh, no, hit it. Hit it. Well not, well, not now. It's a fucking... They can't see. Oh, okay. That's yeah. It's for us for later. Oh, a gif. I thought you said a gift. Like he was going to oh, make no, one no. up. <laughs> you know the gift... No, keep, no, I, I you know what gift keeps on giving? What's that? Is a membership to the uh, RAI Kofi. <laughs> 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 you can buy one for your friends. Oh, all of them. Oh, yeah, get one for each. Full year. Just because. Why not? Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Jeez, that was that was rough. That mm. was rough. It's fine. <laughs> it is fine. It's, it's all in fun. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's good. That, that, that's impressive. I like that one a lot. So yeah, that just started with a simple "what if," and that's the big problem for me. Usually, is like I got to find that start point. No, that makes sense. And I'm uh, obviously what the creature is mm-hmm. is a big deal. You know, I mean that that is largely the starting point. You know, I'll go back and, you know, again, we reference the wherever it takes us, you know, the Gutweiler. You know, I, I wanted a bane associated with food. Sure. You know, something glutton kind of based, right? Okay, this is going to be associated with, with, uh, Otali's. You can bring it up later. I see what you're doing, but, um, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, again, we're looking at food. We obviously meet and, you know, so I had that envision of, you know, like a, like a rolling stomach, like a blob, a stomach with teeth mm-hmm. that just kept rolling and devouring and, you know. Oh, yeah. The, the image I get in my head when we had that in the story oh, is, is just, I don't see it rolling, but I almost see it like almost as two feet, but like there's so little gap in between what legs those are. What's yeah, like no, I didn't envision it with legs. It was it was just it was like the blob. Yeah. But just mm-hmm. with aggressive teeth. And it was the idea too. You know, like I st- it's shaped like a stomach. You know, and it's just rolling with teeth and largely fangs, more than like grinding teeth, you know. Which and, makes sense for the the you said gluttony. So Yeah, and, and they're not the mouth itself isn't staying where it should. <laughs> You know, like it's undulating, it's it, it or slithering, right? More than it is like rolling like a ball. Mm-hmm. But the idea is that while it's doing that, the fangs are displaced throughout its body, oh, and God. then come back together to attack. And it's just this red, bloody, undulating mass of flesh and in you know fucking digestive fluid. Oh, right? bile. Yep. Thank you, bile. Yeah. You know the. Mm-hmm. You, you, you picture like the, the stench of that. Oh. Like burger God, you've left out in the so sun for bad. a week or something. Mm-hmm. Don't leave burger out in the sun for a week. I don't worry what's wrong with you. That's not a secret <laughs> recipe. That's called food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine that that's is. exactly what their gut riler smells like food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> now, here's an actual question for uh, specifically with Banes and everything like that, or just spirits in general when making those kind of creatures. For you, Porter, how important is the, like, what is it a bane of? Like, you know, the gut is like a gluttony, but is it specifically gluttony or something else? Um, 
Well, that's the thing. Sometimes it, it's important and it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I may have said out loud before. I might have said on the record that it was like a, a gluttony bane. I might have said that. You just said it a couple minutes ago. Did I? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Porter. You should have hit me with that. You missed your fucking opportunity. Um, <laughs> I was just I think I said, surprised. Are you sure that I didn't say it was based on... Or, like, based, yeah. Because no, you, that's, yeah, you, because you, those you, are different things. Okay, fair. To say that no, is a bane said, of gluttony and said it's based and like a concept of. You said based. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different. Because, yeah, it's not a, yeah. per se, I wouldn't call it a bane of gluttony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is with that in mind. And I, I would okay. lean more toward vaguer concepts like that for the most part. So you have more wiggle room because as, as far as I'm concerned, and I mean, there's arguments to be made here, but, you know, a scrag is a murder spirit. All right. That, yes. That's not, we know mm-hmm. that, that, that it's, that's been listed. Okay. Yep. So now does that mean all murder spirits are scrags? No, but you see where you, you understand, like, I mean, it was rhetorical, but you see what I'm, we're doing there. Yes. Because now if I say this is a gluttony bane, mm-hmm. you leave the implication that this is the only option in the deck when it comes for, and that's so I don't, I don't like to marry. I, so I like to put it in like the family tree of. As opposed to okay. a straight, this is this thing. Right. Because I don't want to cement it. Because, you know, when we said Scrags are murder spirits. And well, we didn't say that. Well, it's been written. It's been it's, written. It's not up to know, us. Well, <laughs> I just want to make that, that clear. Yeah, yeah, we know that. But then I was like, okay, so what kind of other spirits and, and banes could we go off of? And what, what other... The first thing I thought of, the seven deadly sins. You know, we just talked about gluttony. But again... Those are kind of vague. So, really, a spirit of, like, pride could mean so many different things. Spirit of wrath, lust, envy, the seven deadly sins. They're, what? they're very, very vague. Yeah, well, there's, there's seven, though. <laughs> You're welcome. Well done. Um, well done. <laughs> well, see, and this is what it comes, we, we go back to it, right, is, is you know, uh, a scrag is a mir- murder spirit. Is mm-hmm. is every murder spirit a scrag? Well, is it? Yes. We, I mean, it's not written, and it's not, that's the bitch. It's not written anywhere, so we have to make that decision. Um, mm-hmm. I I might go murder, right? Mm-hmm. The word murder that is a scrag. Sure. I mean, I, I obviously it's not the word, but you know what I'm saying. But I but I know what you're saying. Yes. But but there are different. I mean, there's different types of murder. There's not, but there is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it a violent murder? Is it a murder, um, out of jealousy? Is it, it a murder, yeah. you know, is it a crime of passion? Is it fratricide? Is it, you know, and I think when you, you branch off into the is different accidental hunting a squirrel. Is it, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is it accidental or is it more of survival? You know, yeah. And I think that once you, once you break down what murder is into categories, yeah, there's, there's wiggle room. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's the same thing like with the Gutweiler. Like, I don't want to. You don't want to make it specifically gluttony, but it's based. I get it. Right. Yeah. You know, and okay. it's, it's, yeah. It, you want to keep it nebulous and like a satellite of the concept, uh-huh. which is cool, right? Because then you can refine as you go. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, the, um, again, you, you look to the, you know, you look to murder, you know, uh, getting OJ'd and, um, <laughs> I couldn't. I don't even have a follow up for the sentence. I just <laughs> wanted to use OJ as a verb. 
Is that where you get hit by a Bronco or smacked in the face with a white glove? I don't. I think you need to review that case. <laughs> but okay, you like, but you know, the crime of passion, right? And then let's look to. I'm a fan of true crime, right? It's like sure. the Sarah Boone case, <laughs> um, which, if you're not familiar, her her. Well, I'm gonna help you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she got her boyfriend drunk and put him in a suitcase and left him to die. Jesus. There's more okay. to it than that, but that's sure. the Cliff's notes. Sure, okay. We're going to do this in a sentence. You know, uh, th- this was uh, a different thing. You know, this, this was planned. This, you know, this was uh, cruel. It was, you know, she wanted him to suffer. Those would be factors. So if I was designing a bane around the two of those different murders or mm-hmm. the, the types of murder, you know, the crime of passion versus the, you want the room to be able to, to mess with those different. Okay. If, if, you, if you follow me. Yes. Yeah. Now, here's an idea that came to me when trying to think up some different concepts to possibly turn into Banes or other creatures. Especially with, like, branching off from that, like, you want to keep it a little nebulous, so what about, you know, mixing concepts a little bit? Like, uh, greed and murder for, like, a blood money spirit. Yeah, blood I like it. It could be a corrupted spirit or something, but it's something that'd be like hanging around like actual mercenaries, particularly like Loot Hungry Garu or stuff like that, where it's all about killing to get something. I think the top of my head, I, I would take a riff off of Almighty Dollar. Okay. Uh, perhaps um, and again, I'm, I'm doing this now. Sure. Because to be clear to, to our audience, we didn't discuss this beforehand. Well, of course not. When I do don't... we ever script a thing? Well, we, but sometimes we talk about stuff. Sure. Right? But it's one of these, like, a tale of two wolves we did two weeks ago. It, it like, you know, we don't look at that first. No. no. Like, if <laughs> I see that, like, we had that room for the tale of two wolves, I never went to that room because if I looked at that room, then I would know what's coming and it would be cheating. Right. No, it was a, it was purposely done. On the fly. Right, which is what this is. You know, we knew we were doing the episode. I said, mm-hmm. hey, you guys maybe work some concepts, and that was the end of it. I didn't mm-hmm. so. I just want this clear, that this is all... Off the cusp. So if they suck, sorry. <laughs> She's dead on my feet today. But no, I'm, I'm picturing something like... Uh, like, the first thing I think of is Almighty Dollar, right? So I want to do a humanoid figure made of money. Like, made of the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, now, okay. they're going to be either... You lean into it and make all of the currency red, which I think is a little cheesy. So maybe you make it old and <laughs> faded, but then blood stained. You you I have you have splatters in little little splotches. That's exactly of, what I first thought of. Right of like a dark brown, like the old oxygenated blood. Mm-hmm. This isn't new. All over them, like a goddamn Dalmatian. Okay, you know, or a Jackson Pollock or something. Maybe a combination. <laughs> uh, and then. What I want to do is I immediately go to Edward Scissorhands. So I want to give him I'm, blades for his fingers. Okay. Like I've knives like, and, and maybe different ones. Like here's a dagger. Here's a butcher knife. Here's a, you know, an ice pick. Different implements of murder. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and I, I want to say a, a hunched posture, uh, like a slinking, and I, even maybe, maybe an element of Freddy Krueger where he's, you know, if you notice, you know, I don't know how many horror fish out there, but you notice before Kruger, Robert Englund would always drop his shoulder, you know, to, to show the weight of the glove. Oh. So I would, I would have the shoulders drooped and maybe have him hunched because of the weight of these hands 
that are just implements of murder all by themselves. And if you want to get, you add to it, right? Because this is now an antagonistic spirit. Certainly. Sure. Yes. Instead of eyes, right? Because again, we're, we're going to, it's going to be the form made of money, you know, like, like a mummy, <laughs> but just plastered with singles and shit. Yeah. Right. So you, you have the form, you have the bloodstained singles. <laughs> sure. You know, hundreds of shit too. It's different denominations, different currencies even. Fuck it. Sure. But, um, at that point, you know, what I'm saying is we're, we're, it's quote skin tight. So we have the contours of the form and I would replace the eye sockets with gun barrels, not sticking out because that's that. cheesy. That really fucking interesting. And- right. But yeah, like the eyeball itself, like instead of looking in there, instead of being black voids, like it's a black void, but you see the circle of the gun barrels in the eyes where the rounds of your eyes, like the iris is supposed to be. Oh man. Mm-hmm. And like they can smoke and they could even shoot if they're so inclined. Fuck! <laughs> you see the end but, of the barrel's sight. Yeah, but they're they're just they're always smoking. Top oh, of my head. That's that's good. That's that's pretty. Good. Okay. Now we got an idea for what this thing looks like. Now, what, what kind you? of like temperament would you think it would have? Like, is yeah. this something that makes deals, or is it just mindless? I see it as making deals. No, I, I see it that way too. And and, and I want its its voice like like it's a hiss. Almost like a serpent, not a snakeman. All right, that's what's going on. <laughs> Let's party once, man. Not not like Cobra Commander, <laughs> but but like a like a whisper that permeates around you, like its voice is a perfume that smells of brimstone and gunpowder. Obviously, gunpowder yep. and brimstone. Cordite and brimstone. You know, and it just embraces you and washes over you, and it it just it always whispers in the smoking eye. I could now totally picture, I could totally picture this creature like being drawn to like the under reflection of a bank that's in the middle of a robbery. Ooh. You know, everybody's on the ground, everybody's cooperating, and you just have this creature whispering into the gunman's ear. And this is the moment that it turns from just, you know, everybody stay calm, everybody stay down, we'll be out of here in a few minutes to just start popping off shots. Maybe they thought somebody had a gun because, you know, just a little voice in the back of their heads like, hey, watch out. Like, not directly tell him, kill him. Like, making him a little paranoid until he jumps and pulls the trigger. Well, and, and you know, you know what? I could see it being drawn to mm-hmm. uh, situations, um, you know, like unhappy marriages. Again, I'm going to my true crime shit again. But, you know, the, the I'm going to hire the guy to kill my husband. Yeah. And it just kind of hovers. And, you, you know, it just kind of hovers around like this, this angry wife. Uh, was it the Bella Dafino or something? Eh, it's not important. You know, where, and then transferring to the hitman. Mm-hmm. Like with payment. It transfers. Oh, okay. So, oh, Jesus Christ. And, and I think what it does, what it, what it does, what it does, what it does, is, what it does <laughs> is it'd be the thing am for, the thing am for, you know, it'd be, um, me am speak a good, used to story tell in Okie Day, man. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week. Shabadoo. Shabadoo. Zorp. Uh, <laughs> okay, for real. Uh, I, I love that, though. What, that I just fucking made that run? No, not... No, the transfer. But, but the transfer, like, okay, yes, the payment. And it's going from who wants to make that deal to that, you know, the the hired gun, if yeah, you will. Yeah, it just follows the money. The money. Yep. Yeah. And as now he's going to pay for something... He makes that payment for whatever that is because he's got the money to do it now. 
the the blood-stained money, now corrupt money, goes to someone else, and that just keeps circulating. Right. And I mean, obviously, mostly this isn't done with like, here's a hundred dollars, but we'll just for the sake of, for the sake of the story, right? We're going to call this the hundred dollar bill. Sure. That that's what this person's life was worth. Fine. Just fucking go with it. Okay. <laughs> or rather the suitcase full of money. Better yet, the suitcase full of money. Yes. Okay. That's and in the suitcase, yeah, it transfers to the, to the assassin. Right. Now, all the while the spirit latched onto this woman and facilitated mm-hmm. the anger. It fed on it. And unbeknownst to her is influencing her to make this kind of decision. Yes. You know, everything will be better if he's gone. All it's going to take is a couple bucks. It's all and everything will be fine. And think of the insurance money you'll get. And oh my God, you know, festering on that greed and that anger and that, you know, <laughs> and then passes over to the, the, the assassin. Right. Fine. But through it's through the money, right, through the, the money, but it's now it's sticking to the money. Yes. Like <laughs> it's there and it's, it's influencing the hitman who's already doing what he's doing. Fine. So it doesn't take much work. But then as that money gets, put into circulation through the world, yep. it's spreading that way. It's exactly what I'm thinking. Man, yeah. I love that. That's fucking awesome. Isn't it neat? I like this. Now, here's a interesting little just possible twist to it, maybe. Was this a creature that occurred naturally, or is this something that was made? You know, did somebody make that first dollar that this be- that this um, bane is now connected to and put it into circulation? Uh, if if you mean in terms of like a designer bane, I want to say no. Yeah. Okay. But Maybe obviously money evolved. is not a natural concept. Yeah. So I want to say it's like an evolution. Okay. You know, concepts spring up on their on their own. Where you're uh-huh. supposed to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, since it's, it's not, that's not something that came. Gaia, Gaia didn't create the dollar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and I mean, maybe, I mean, sure, there were other forms of bartering, like murder is not a new thing. Murder didn't mm-hmm. show up with. George Washington. Well, the dollar didn't show up with George Washington. That came after him. But <laughs> you can tell because he was on it. He couldn't be before him. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love when I do shit. <laughs> it's so much fun to do shit like that. Uh, if dinosaurs were so cool, how come they're all extinct? Oh. It's that same kind of logic. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Talks are so great. How come they don't have thumbs? What? Anyway. No, I think it's something that naturally evolved, you know. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's not like you've got some greed in my homicide and you've got some homicide in my greed. Mm-hmm. What? Well, it's not a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup situation. Uh, yeah. But, like, you know, however oh, spirits breed, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not like you, you took your Chihuahua with the Rottweiler to make a <laughs> Chihuahua. Chihuahua? Or a Guttweiler, <laughs> even. Not even not even that. Uh. Okay. Yes, I think um, it's something that evolved. Okay. <laughs> Do you think it possesses people and actually makes Fomori, or is this a thing that's content with just? I feel like it's, I feel like it's probably not a possessor. Okay. No, I think it's, it's just um, a facilitator. Yeah, originally my thought was it would be more aggressive like that, but it, as we've been talking about, it, it's like no, it feels more like like a facilitator, like like a feeder and a facilitator, and it's not. It doesn't mm-hmm. like to get its hands. It doesn't like to get its hands dirty. <laughs> there's no profit in it. Yeah. Nice. No, I, I see it, especially since you're saying it's more of an evolved thing, that it's, it's an absolute sense, especially because you called it more of an evolved thing, that it's absolutely a facilitator and an influencer rather than possessor. Follow old bloody dollar on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> 
Check out its OnlyFans. Oh, just a bunch of chalk outlines. Oh, chalk outlines. <laughs> It's not safe for work. Some of them have genitals on. Huh? <laughs> or you got to get to the dark web to access it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you said it, influencer. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you're right. I did. I apologize. I Now, like, picturing this thing, I could totally imagine it showing up at, like, those, you know, bank robberies and stuff. Or even in, like, you know, hanging out in corporate offices, whatever. They're signing these deals that will ultimately lead to just fucking travesty or once again in like the halls of power as people are planning war for profit that's that's a really good point um so i want to amend or or add to the description because you know there was something I've, i did recently in the le- the actual place that i had never done before i mean there's a handful of things i, I had never say, done there's before a lot of those things there was like- a lot of new ground for me in in these actual place but y- and you, you guys have even pointed out that, you know, I have had scrags with various differences, uh-huh. not massive differences, but a noticeable ones. Right. You know, some that are more, um, bloated. Yes. You know, cause they had just quote fed, you know, and, and so some variation, right? Um, I could see a version of this. I know I just said all bloody dollar, but we, certainly we can do better than that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe where it's more emaciated, like its frame is almost skeletal. Like, you can count the fucking ribs and shit. And, you know, to help symbolize the other side that isn't just, like, guns for hire. But, like, you brought up there, CJ, like, the people making the deals in those rooms, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you get images of the refugees or the starving children as a result of. Oof. Right? And you, you conjure that image by making the, the figure more, you know, emaciated and skeletal. Ugh. Creepy. Just thought, yeah. Yeah. This is already a fun creature. I, I gotta figure out a way to use it. <laughs> Hopefully, you and a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the point of the episode. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I love my creature design, and I think I'm kind of gonna do an episode this yeah. Halloween. It was a good idea on CJ's part. Fucking capital. Yeah. What else we got? Well, I, I know so I asked you guys. Hey, yeah. What do we? Sorry. I'm I'm curious at this point because you you were saying earlier how you were trying to do more of ones of like different style and their purpose really when you were using for Gorgons mm-hmm. and you have a lot of ones for beans. What about you. one? And they're good. Yeah. Cause it obviously it's probably the easier ones to do. So you're going to hit me with the weaver. Yeah. I'm curious. Well, see, I don't think that really lends itself to the weaver as much. Uh, we have the spider imagery for the weaver mm-hmm. that is well established and there can be variations yeah. on that. Sure. And then there's also stuff like geomids. So we have geometric shapes. But the weaver isn't a source of creativity. And that's it is static and it's uniform and there can be some variation, but we would tear that in terms of weaponry. A hunter spider is a hunter spider is a hunter spider. It's just maybe this one has a chainsaw and that one has a flamethrower. <laughs> All right, but at that point that's a model one and model two type scenario. And no one's gonna sit there mm-hmm. and name that because that naming convention is already possibly too creative. Okay. At that point, it'd be like protocols or like specific program names or just Mark One, Mark Two. Yep. And I, I wasn't 100% sure how to even ask that question. But I, I but sussed it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw it. I saw, the, I saw where you were going with it. And so that's the thing. Like, it's not that I don't want to discuss the Weaver. It's just that the Weaver it's, really, it kind of takes care of itself. Sure. You know, fucking, here's a parallelogram. Screaming geometrically. Yes. Well, and that's a great example. <laughs> that, that gif. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> if, so if, goddamn funny. <laughs> if you don't know it, it's from Neon Genesis Evangelion. 
<laughs> I did not know that. I, I know you didn't. <laughs> like, yeah. I already, that is a little advanced for you in your anime education. Fair. I want to get you there because it's great, but it's it's a little advanced for you. It's a lot. But, no, I, I mean, I appreciate it. It's yeah. fine. But, you know, it was that idea of that, that angel with the, the that's like the, the giant, you know, fucking, it's a, like the, the angel core. It's like it dies and it shapes and the, the shapes bleed into other shapes. And that's <laughs> the kind of thing you want to focus on, like a giant sphere or a, a hexagon or, a, you know, like a geomid, frankly. I mean, those are those are there, though. It's a real thing. You know, it's not super creative. But, yeah, you just just picture like a static shape or a kiosk or, and again, lean on that spider imagery, but do different shit with it. But you want to follow that, that through, that through line. Because again, the, the weaver is not something that's big on creativity. Yeah. You know? it's, it's stasis. Right. It's... Like you, you want to use Terminator hmm. and perhaps the matrix in terms of your, perhaps the matrix. I, I have a hard time with that. It, that. That's my fault. I don't like the matrix. <laughs> I, well, we know that part. It yeah. was, it was overhyped when it first came out and the fucking matrix kids ruined it. It's like how Titanic came out, and for the next three years, that's all anyone fucking talked about. I'm yeah. glad that ship sank. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> I'll kill you. Kill your whole family. <laughs> I think I've used that one recently, haven't I? Yeah. I'll kill your whole family, starting with your dad, so I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great, it's a multi-layer one. Yeah, yeah. That's um, some RAM meta right there. Here's a, I will say, here's potentially an idea for more of a weaver-ish creature. Because uh, it's from the scar where you have, or not the scar, the cyber room where you have that pit where like all the old thin malfunctioning tech gets thrown in. What about, you know, the worm picks up some of the discarded refuge of the weaver and twist it a little bit. And now you have like a haywire spirit. Well, see, that's, that's, that, that's a different thing. Like I'm into that. But that's at that point a different thing because it's now the worm's influence on the weaver stuff. I was gonna say, but yeah, now it's influenced. Yeah. Which just fine. I'm not sure. Yeah, we're not throwing that out. No, cool. It works. In fact, especially, that can be more fun. Especially if you take a handful of different things. Give me and, and like the first thing I wanted, the, the, the first two things you think of, at least for me, <laughs> is rust and leaking fluid. So, you know, you have that uh that spider, uh, that hunter spider or whatever that was corrupted. Sure. Or, you know, something even maybe like out of a junkyard. Or like I could see like, you know, you've got the, you've got the, the spots of rust and the spots where it's rusted through. So there are the holes and it's the thing fucking lunges forward or lumbers on fucking like transmission fluid or antifreeze or oil or combinations mm-hmm. thereof just leak out of the holes as it moves, you know, like bleeding wounds. I can imagine its movement is really like jittery. Like it's a second away from just freezing up. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, and maybe it's you know like your muffler's gone. Yeah, I was gonna say, or, and if that's happening, your shocks you know, are bad, and you know, yep, and there's little pieces mm-hmm. that are flaking off because of the rust. Right. That's that's good. I like that a lot. And yeah, that can lead to a lot of just like interesting little. Yeah, you know, once again, you want to throw a little bit more weaver at your characters and get a little bit more creative with it. Yeah, just a dash of worm. Right. Well, and even. How far do you go with it, right? Mm-hmm. But instances of places that were maybe weaver friendly, or at least not Garu hostile. Maybe not Garu hostile, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe something more uh, Silver Fang. Or, Jesus Christ, Glass Walkery. Excuse me, it's mm-hmm. day. And some of these previously friendly, non-hostile, whatever weaver spirits are showing up with patches of rust. 
Okay. Just out of nowhere. Oh, so, oh, okay. You know, click clack, your local friendly. So it's a slow corruption then. Yeah. You know, your buddy speed buggy. <laughs> right? The, the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. a. Um, you know, he was normally sputtering and fun and, oh, good to see you, punches the blue screen, fucking, you're a good friend. Right? <laughs> and suddenly, you know, yeah. like there's, there's antifreeze leaking out of its mouth as it speaks that, what's happening? The engine's out of time now and you hear the clacking of the pistons. Right. You know, stuff. Like that. Uh, if you want to get, really corruptive with it could start going into like biomechanical where some of the parts that had been rusting away or falling apart are being replaced. Replaced by what though? Well, flesh, flesh growing out yeah. and around it. Like, oh, imagine God. a rusted out hunter killer spider with like a chain gun under it, but it's missing the belt that the chip that the bullets would usually feed through. Instead, you have like a almost translucent, like esophagus plugging into the gun just pumping bullets into it now. And, and see, like, it, where we're going with this, right? Because, you know, obviously we have the, the normal spider imagery, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But let's, let's fucking twist that up a bit, right? Because, no, I want to say this in the dumb way. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, what's like an evil spider is a scorpion. Mm-hmm. Sure. Really? I, I did that specifically to get a response yeah. out of you two, because that's some really dumb shit. I'm, I'm trying I mean, No, no, to. it's just a scorpion. It's just an evolved spider. No, it's not. There's, there's, there, no, the fucking, the webs grow into a tail. That's nature. <laughs> I wanted so badly for you guys to bite on that. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. But no, I want to take that, I, but I do actually want to do that. Not, not for the... Mm-hmm. Like, that was just a fuck with bit. Not for the bit, I get it. Yeah, 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 Maybe some of the legs have been dragging behind it unoperable and now started fusing together to make that tail. Or it's growing an organic tail mm-hmm. out of it, out of out of the back, because you know, is the corruption's going. You know, just something extra to show the, the, mm-hmm. the, the change in influence, you know. Obviously, I mean, you know, Jake's aside with the scorpion thing, but but there's there's similarity in terms of imagery. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a level of maybe increased ferocity in that, right? Like you know, the the spinner, the spinneret and spinner webs, fine, but you have something more aggressive. That's the word I'm looking for, more aggressive. Okay, I, that like I can see with with the tail, and then you get the the fucking claws. No, they're aggressively not the same thing. That was just for the bit. But they're not so different visually that you can make that pass. Yes. To, to have that worm corruption. And this is, this is breaking off to, for the, the, the organics infecting it, mm-hmm. turning it into something else, something different. And I'm not saying we turn spiders into scorpions, although as a sentence, I love that because it's so dumb. <laughs> But, I, I, but the I, idea of taking on other features like that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as it mutates into something else is what I'm really talking about. No, I, I, I get Maybe it. it just starts growing more legs and we get a centipede eventually. And then you can give that a tail and it's a scorpipede. What the hell, guys? <laughs> God damn it. Scorpipede. I almost see it as, and again, it's, it's breaking apart. So you got the rust, right? And then you have almost like the spiders are trying to spin the webs and, and re and keep it still going. Oh, see, but then the corruption is still also still happening. So it, it's the corruption versus the spider and the webs fighting against each other. Well, and this is a thing, right? 
Like we use uh, the, the obvious spider imagery with the weaver, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, with the worm, we, we do grab it toward things like worms and centipedes and praying mantis and scorpions, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that we associate with either poison yes. or death. You know, All of the above, right. Right. You know, the, the danger, the, the scythe, the scythe-like arms of a praying mantis, mm-hmm. you know, I, obviously that, that has its roots back to the Grim Reaper. And, and like, that's the thing. It's not because they're green and they have big eyes. That's not the reason, right? It's we make that association with the scythe and with death, and that's why. Um, but again, it's also dangerous. You know, it, it, that's the kind of, it's just how our brains fucking, it's how we do things, right? So, yeah. And so, like, you get this idea of it as it's corrupting these weaver spirits. Right. In turning into something new. And that's, that's the key. Cause I'm not suggesting that a corrupted pattern spider grows a scorpion tail, but it's turning into something new. Right. Yeah. And as it's turning into something new, I love this idea. And this is Danny gave me this idea right here. You don't realize it. You, you inspire these words. Perfect. The idea of, of these, these other pattern spiders on it constantly running around its body, crawling through and in and out of holes. <laughs> right. You've got those rust holes and like the, 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 the fucking open wounds of flesh that's forming in the spiders are running in and out of like the body and the metallics together, trying to weave it back into how it used to be. Yes. Right. But and then, then like, they start still... getting corrupted. Right. right. And exactly. then it's like, it's spitting acid down its own chest to melt some of the spiders away because it's, you did, you know, it's like hives, you know, a little hive burst and a bunch of spiders run out. Fuck. So you want to take care of that. Oh, that's medical advice. Yeah. No apple needed. <laughs> Anti-doctor porter. <laughs> Anti-doctor. <laughs> hey, I, I have a... I know a doctor. Curtis Webb, remember? <laughs> WebMD. He's a yeah. good guy. <laughs> He's a re- then we got Doc on the Discord. Yeah, Doc on the Discord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dr. Ostrich. He's a good guy. Anyway. <laughs> Write you a doctor's note anytime you need to get out of work. Actually, he doesn't like to do that. I write doctor's notes at the drop of a hat. Right. <laughs> what was the one I wrote? Um, to whom I make it was it for Tom. Probably. Dear Tom's boss, get fucked. Let him do what he wants. <laughs> Sign Curtis Webb, MD. <laughs> I've done better ones, though. <laughs> Dear Tom's boss, get fucked. That's a doctor's note. The doctor told him that. That's yes. a professional. Signed. DDS. No. No, that's dentist. I mean, still, it's a doctor. <laughs> you don't associate me with those perverts. <laughs> Speaking of teeth. <laughs> no. But, I mean, that's that's some actually some imagery that I pulled out recently. Mm-hmm. Or in the postmortems. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, uh Shadows and Tall Trees Chapter 2, which this is new for CJ, so here's a little sorry. <laughs> spoiler for oh, you, right, but like, you not spoiler for everyone else who's been, unless you haven't listened yet, which, right, what the fuck? Whatever. <laughs> Just here, I'm talking a little bit about it. Just briefly. But you know, the, the imagery I had like of the goat with, with his teeth replaced with rusty nails. Yes. Oof, it still creeps me out. Yeah. Or, or um, there was a, was it a creepypasta? It was a, it was a horror game. I don't remember the game because it was one of those you know, yeah, no, I know party, you know, yep. yeah. Um, but the idea of roaches in your mouth, uh, uh, yeah, like they're like replacing ro- roach eggs, replacing your teeth. Roach eggs? Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Nope. 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 
But there you go, right? That idea, and that, again, a worm-associated kind of thing. The idea, like, as, as you talk, as you open your mouth, they just come, just an endless stream pouring out, running out to escape as the mouth of this spirit opens. <laughs> I do that with something filth-related, person. Mm-hmm. I can imagine so, yes. I will say, I idea that I just had for creature designs that might be something for us to touch on a little bit is... Uh, you don't always have to make your own. You can reskin existing creatures. Like um, a game a little while back, I had reskinned the regular uh, Hollow Man to be this guy who drives around an ice cream truck abducting kids every now and then who's wearing like the mascot suits. And underneath that is just spiders fucking filling the suit. Well, number one, he was still a Hollow Man. Yeah, he and, was still a Hollow Man, but it was a different look versus the well, true. You, you can call it out. That, that's true. He's wearing the spiders wearing the mascot suit. Well, yeah. I, driving an ice cream truck, nevertheless. I mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful, but it's I, just I, I an example of one that I have. <laughs> Are you going to throw in the icy bear? <laughs> icy bear? No, no. Um, no, I'm. I'm Go ahead. If you're worried, just do it. No, I'm not. I'm not worried. It's just it was Mr. Tasty from Pete and Pete. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. I gave CJ the idea. That was the inspiration. Yeah, I sent him the picture of Mr. Tasty. You remember him from the Pete and Pete episode? Yeah, the Guys Adventures of Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that show. Yeah, it was Mr. Tasty. That was yeah. the inception. I'm like, what about this? And then CJ took it and ran. Beautiful. I just wasn't sure if I should call, bring that up, and kind of they like my throwing you under the bus I or mean, not. No, that works perfectly, and that's, once again, that's the look of this creature. I've never explicitly stated it was a hollow man. I changed up a little bit here and there to better make it interesting for the pack, but for the most part, it was a hollow man just reskinned as Mr. Tasty. Well, yeah, like at that point, you don't have to say the name, but functionally, it was the same thing. Yeah. It's still awesome. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> Mr. Tasty, Jesus Christ, it's been so long. It especially freaked out one of the players whenever they punched him in the face, the mask deformed, and then just popped back out the next second. Oh! That's kind of genius. I don't know if you did it, but I hope you did. Like, before you unveiled it as the opponent. You Mm -hmm. know, like it was just around every now and then or something, like as a fucking... They bought ice cream from them twice. Perfect! And like, but like, yeah, like while during those, one of those, I don't know if you did it. But I would have, right? Mm-hmm. Is during one of those encounters, you saw a spider crawl along the fucking plastic mascot head? Uh, there just, was a just, decent sized cobweb up in one of the corners that I had made sure to point out. Okay, close. With a few spiders crawling on it. But yeah, yeah, close. Yeah, like you just do the, just a little thing to foreshadow what's real, but you wouldn't think it, right? It's like, oh no, I hope mm-hmm. that doesn't crawl in his eye and fuck up his whole day. <laughs> right? And it's like, no, that's, that's, that might be the eye, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly where he's going to go. <laughs> right? And not fuck up his whole day, but be part of his day. Yeah, really? Is he part of it? He was taking a walk. His exercise. <laughs> the eyes exercise. Now the eyes have it. What? Ah! Uh, <laughs> makes sense. I don't know. It made plenty of sense. No, it was thematically, but it didn't make sense as a sentence. Like, <laughs> fucking, no one was voting. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we, we've kind of established that it. It can be done, but it's not nearly as much with Weaver as it is with Bane and with um, Gorgons. Yeah, well, other creatures, but it's it's not 
as right. much. So, but it's mostly going to be done with beans. And then again, we talked, you know, I, I mentioned the seven deadly sins and they're kind of vague. And then I'll even go back to as far as we've mentioned before, and it's probably been a long time for this one, but like fire, the, the spirit of fire, how it can be more than just burning and destruction. It can just be warm and soothing and calming. Right. There are multiple facets. And I want to real quick sure. uh, back to the Weaver for just a second. Sure, sure, sure. Hit me. You know, um, you look at terms of inspiration, you know, I mentioned the Matrix, you mentioned the, you know, um, Terminator. Thank you. Jesus. How was that difficult? <laughs> well, <laughs> right. It's difficult to keep making movies. Well, not Stop. difficult to keep making movies, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, I would also look at the, the work of Geiger, you know, H.R. Yeah. Geiger, you know, okay. who obviously we all know because of Alien and the Xenomorph, but let's mm-hmm. look beyond that. Um, I just, when you're going to do Weaver stuff, I would stay, I don't want to say make it boring, but functional. Functional, I can mm-hmm. see. And, yes. and you want to lean, like, keep that, keep that, uh, the kind of bug imagery, you know, the, the, the arachnid imagery, keep that if you can. But if you're going to do something like, I wouldn't call the Xenomorph a great example of something weavery, but base something off the xenomorph, certainly. Because the xenomorph's a little too, you know, wild and unpredictable because it's an organic creature. And you want to focus less on that wild and unpredictable at all times and make sure that whatever you're designing has function. But you could still try to get that kind of body horror that uh, that you get out of H.R. Geiger. Sorry, just moving on. No, 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 it's fair. I felt like it was important to touch down on that just a little bit. No, it's a good influence. I know, I absolutely appreciate it. We have done something forward the worm just straight. We've done something at least Weaver adjacent. Um, do we want to try making a Gorgon? I'm going to say no. Okay. Because, well, I mean, we brought up the Cedar. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned the job, but you know, it's the Cedar was probably the bigger deal. Yes. Um, but I, I spoilers. I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I worry about that kind of thing. Yes. Um, I, I will, but I can speak, you know, generically though. I, I speak, you know, like I said, yeah. like with the cedar, you know, I, I try to think about its function just like the, just like the Banes, mm-hmm. you know, try to find some common ground to hold on to, mm-hmm. you know, with, with our plant monster. You know, I had the ideas of those, those vein, the vines obviously working like a neurotoxin and like, look, the main part of it, which was kind of based on the Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors, right? Could totally chomp on, but it doesn't get as many nutrients. It's faster, but it gets far fewer nutrients. That is why I like that. It it okay. brings more life to it, right? Like again, what? How does this work? Right. It's yeah. The idea is more that, sustainable this way. Yeah. The the what it would do is it would send these little seed pods out, right, and then the vines would latch on and suck the nutrients out of the victim over time, which would go to feed the seed pods, which would eventually grow enough to go move out on their own and separate from the main thing. Right. Okay. So it's more like treat it like an animal and its purpose versus like the concept and its purpose. Yes. And I mean, remember, oh. and the thing about the wild, remember, is growth. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you lean toward it and you, a lot of people go random. And sure, random can be a thing of it, kind of, but growth you know, I, I look back to uh, the the Red Talon Shrive book, right? When I was having such a fucking blast talking about their version of the origin story. <laughs> you know, but but there's truth to it. It's just never looked that way. It's what's the wild job? The wild job is to fucking grow, to reproduce, to get to more. Yes. More and just more and better and more of it, of what it is. 
And so you want organics and you want growth. Yeah. Probably you could, uh, this is where you make your really vibrant creatures. If you want to delve into a little bit more of the randomness, like I'd imagine the cedar isn't like a super matte and like muddy coloration. If you had to describe it, I'd imagine that thing's a little bit more standout. What's funny is it's, I don't know if I ever did expand on the colors. No. How odd. Oh, yeah, I, I pictured, cedar? yeah, I, I pictured, you know, greens and browns is, is to blend into a tree. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's kind of how I see it. I mean, even if you have never said it out loud, that's exactly what I think of it as. Well, it's excellent. I just, yeah, I don't know. If, did I never say that? That's so weird. But I mean, might have, have, again, gecko, monkey, uh, pineapple. <laughs> yeah, the pineapple part might be taking the image of it just a little bit in my mind with like the coloration. But well, what color yeah. is a pineapple? It's it's like brown. True. Yeah, the outside. That's that's exactly yeah. why I thought of it that way. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the inside for some reason. <laughs> well, maybe, well, maybe maybe the inside is yellow. We never we never discussed eating uh, <laughs> cedar meat. That's the a sentence. Cedar meat. Yeah. Who wants cedar steaks? Not I. <laughs> Pairs very well with bacon and ham. I doubt it. See what I did there? Oh, pineapple! Son of a bitch. <laughs> also, what doesn't go well with bacon? Fuck off. <laughs> I give credit on that one. That was good. Thank you. I will say a, just a little example of a wild spirit that I've used before, just from a general creature design, leaning more into the change aspects. You know those little weird head spirits from uh, Princess Mononoke? Love those guys. <laughs> uh, the pack had found this area where the gauntlet was like super weak and everything was supposed to be in balance as like an example of what the world should be. And there was a bunch of these little guys just hanging around. And the whole thing with them was they were always reaching out to touch something. And if they touched you, you had to soak one point of like lethal damage. And whatever they touched changed a little bit to represent that change aspect. Like it might turn to metal, it might turn to wood, it might turn to water, who knows. But it's always a little because they're just little tiny spirits. I like that idea. I think it's a little um, Nexus crawlery for me, personally. Yeah. But I like the idea. I, and I take that the other way. To springboard off that, I'd go the other way, right? Where, um, cause I mean, when I talk about growth and, and focusing on, you know, gorgons or wild creatures, they, they do the growth thing, but also, yeah, look, you're talking about the change thing. So how about stuff that's constantly changing in, in terms of its form? You know, the, like, again, we use that example for Princess Bononoke, the little bobblehead spirit guys, you know, and you notice that so they have weird. the different, they mm-hmm. all have the different shapes, but it's generally the th- kind of three holes for eyes and mouth. And what if those yeah. are constantly moving around the head or, you know, Get like a little lava lamp effect. Yeah, or or the spirit that, <laughs> that undulates, um, and like its its head and arms are moving throughout the body, flowing. You know, like a like a like an hourglass full of water that keeps turning. Okay. You know, um, uh, melted candle wax. Hmm. You know, just flowing down and then back up. You know, like mm-hmm. this this fucking perpetual river or something. Okay, that. That's a really neat idea. I can't fucking imagine why I never thought of that. But yeah, that's something to definitely bring in, like especially for spirits of the wild. Like yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Where gorgons probably a little bit more static since they're physically there. Absolutely. But yeah, you can get a lot more creative and freeform with the wild spirits. Where mm-hmm. again, yeah, the gorgons are just yeah, they're they're, they're fucking physical beings. So yeah. the laws apply to an extent. Yeah. 
So, out of curiosity, then, because again, there are some aspects we can use, but they're like they're super vague. You know, let's go with like something like fear. What's an aspect, or what's a spirit of fear going to look like? And it, it's going to depend on the person, right? What they're afraid of. I, I think it's it's going to depend on the person, or or right. We could argue it will be dependent upon the person that it last fed upon. Okay, even better. But what if okay. they're not a fear of something like material object, like a spider? They're not fear of spiders. What if it's something like their fear of heights? As a spirit? Sure. Well, because as a, you know, that's that's not going to be... It, 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 yeah, okay. As a spirit, I, I could see something like a fear of heights being represented with motion. And, and, I'm, and I'm trying to find the words to paint the picture I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a constant, like feeling of vertigo. Uh, well, I, it's it's kind of, it's something I want to portray in the spirit's form itself. So, I want you to picture a cylinder. Okay, I'm going to try to do this. That's fine. Um, picture picture a cylinder floating in front of. Okay, and on this cylinder, in 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 the middle of it, right facing you directly, it it looks like a road. You get the road stripe in the middle of the road. Sure. And it's moving. It's oh. spitting. Cascade. It's going down just over and over like you were strapped to the hood of the car looking down as it's going down the road. Right? Holy shit. Yep. And on, and on the sides oh of that cylinder, because you're looking right at like the centerpiece, right? And then on the sides where it's going around the curve, it's spinning the other direction. And then like you take that a step further, right? Instead of the cylinder being solid at the top and bottom. You know, it's almost like a waterfall where it also curves up and over. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So it's constantly spilling and doing a loop like a fucking belt in the center and then along the sides in an opposite direction to give that sense of motion and speed constantly. Yeah. And then maybe that's how it exists. And I mean, it doesn't have to be a road. It could be a forest where this line of trees is going down and these side trees are going up or a city skyline or whatever. You just, you get the idea of the motion coming on different directions. Right. At various speeds. So yeah, like, uh, like this idea, right. Of the, like maybe a forest or a city skyline or whatever. Right. And it's just, you've got the, it's going, you know, down in the center and then on the, the periphery, you know, it's going in the other direction just as fast, maybe faster to get that constant sense of motion. And, <laughs> And then, right, because it's like when it's dormant, right, when it's docile. What if when it wants to intimidate or it's trying to be hostile or or puff off its chest, if you will, uh-huh. that cylinder inverts and surrounds oh. you. Oh, fuck. So now it's not just the cylinder that's spinning and turning. It's everything around yeah, you. You're everything. in the center of it suddenly. That Yeah, that's some serious vertigo. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking trippy as hell. Just a thought, right? Terrifying, yeah. Fear of heights, there you go. Oh, I love that. I can also, you can use it with vertigo as well. Maybe it's spinning in, it's spinning instead of rotating. Like like clockwise or and counterclockwise and counterclockwise instead of up and down. Yeah. Or, you know. That's good. Because, again, I was thinking, like, okay, yeah, fear. But, like. Not everyone has like the fear of like those material objects. It could right. be something like fear of heights. 
fear of crowds, whatever the fucking case. And that's the thing. It could be like a fear of crowds. Maybe it, it's taking a, a humanoid form. And multiplying. Right. But like in a way where it's it's not like what I'm thinking here is is like the, the man, like the men's room man. Mm-hmm. That symbol guy with the circle head in the shoulder, right? Oh, okay. The, the o- only yeah picture on the wall. Yeah. Okay. The the men's room man, that symbol in the mm-hmm. white circle. Only, I mean, flesh colored in 3D, obviously. Yeah. Because it's got to be flesh colored to be more unnerving. <laughs> it's very unnerving. But like 50 of them. Yeah. But they're all connected as if you were drawing it without picking your pencil off the page. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> yep. That's a definitely, um, that'll hit you. Just a hundred of that. Yeah. Possibly in the shape of a crescent moon. Or a semicircle, so that it surrounds as mm-hmm. it approaches. Nice. But uh, again, that's I one would... body. You know, it's not that. That's just the whole of it. So go ahead, CJ. Oh, it was. Um, this has got me thinking of just some interesting little ideas, or that are reminding me of maybe a conversation we had before. I don't remember if I ever discussed these with you, but uh, just a spirit that will eventually possess somebody and create a, what I'm currently just right now, if I had to name it, a forget me, basically a spirit of isolation. That its whole thing is whenever it finds a host, it latches on and does whatever it can to make them as forgettable as possible until people start forgetting you even exist. I like that. And now here you are just wandering around, not able to interact with anybody. Maybe, you know, if you actually ever get to see this thing or see the fomori that comes from it, you know, once again, it's like the bathroom men's sign, just blank. It's as forgettable as possible. It's as simple as possible. But if you're able to see them, they see you. And this is where it starts spreading. I could see this almost like a worm. Okay. Like a, like a large mm-hmm. fucking worm. Okay. Yeah. Um, with with wings, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe bat wings, where you got the, like the little claw hands with them. Yep. Okay. Or, or like the yeah yeah, and it's got like a long tail. You know, like there's the central body, and at the top, it, it's got the 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 circular mouth with the row of teeth, and and this tail that will wrap around the in the, the torso of the subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got those back wings, bat wings with the little claws, right? And they, they come up right there at the clavicles and just kind of rest over like a fucking backpack, right? But then, like, it, like it, when it, when someone speaks, like when the, the, the subject, the, the victim, I guess, speaks, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like it lets loose these gossamer little threads. And I mean, this is all spiritually speaking, right? Not, yeah. not materialized. That, that harness the person's words. And kind of cover them with a white noise. Oh. So that even the things they say just go in one ear and out the other of the people that are talk- that, that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. Just right, you get this imagery of that, the little threads that just kind of glisten in the light. And you can just barely see them like a spider web. But not because mm-hmm. we want to you know spider imagery. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. and just kind of like a, like almost like a, like a wind chime out of the mouth of the person, like coating their lips or something. And it just filters... So no one's listening to what they say. Like you could have the outline of the person while they're being fed upon or possessed or whatever is in the umbra. Like this, mm-hmm. this translucent blue outline of a person 
while they're wrapped around it. And slowly fading out. Almost like they're they're just a fucking ghost at this point. Well, I mean, that's yeah. essentially, it would be like it's feeding on their spirit. Yeah. So there would be the physical representation of it because it's being fed on. Oh, that's awesome. That's creepy and, and just, gross, but it's awesome. Imagine if you get a few of these in a town and they just start spreading. Eventually, maybe a couple of years later, somebody, you know, a pack wanders into this town that looks like everybody just disappeared. But they're all still there, just... Nobody, yeah. But nobody cares. <laughs> Maybe the further along they are, the more, uh, the brighter that outline of the victim is in the Umbra. Yeah. So nobody's there, but yes, nobody's there, but as soon as they get in the Umbra, it's just. Well, I mean, and, and they're not, obviously, they're not being drawn into the Umbra, but just some sort of physical representation of yeah. how. It's yeah. like, you can't remember them in the physical world. Like, they're there. You might bump into them and you're just like, oh, maybe you tripped over a crack. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. But then, you know, let's just say, yeah, what's the umbra look like this? You peek sideways and you see like 30 of these people just milling about with these creatures on them. I think that's cool. That's awesome. Or imagine you and, a, you and another group just got in a fight or you got in a fight with some monster. You look over in the umbra and, or no, after the fight, you look around and there's just all these people dead around you. This isn't related, just, but it was in my heart it's fine. and we're talking mm-hmm. about design right the paranoia spirit that only rep that only manifests or represents out of the corner of your eye mm-hmm. oh fuck it looks <laughs> I you can like I you have can, it already <laughs> right you can only like you can you can't look at it directly because it won't be there it'll always be in the corner of your eye just just off the edge of your periphery a shadowy like figure is always standing right behind you right it's a feeling and a glimpse of something but nothing more course you could speak to it you can interact with it but you can't look at it directly because it'll never be there Mm. it's like i have that already that's just the spiders i put in your ear oh thank you now (laughs) i know i can know what to do half the battle oh shit all right well yeah i I mentioned the uh the seven deadly sins earlier (laughs) and some of them are kind of vague but maybe some of them aren't so could are there some examples like look, look greed you know, we talked about gluttony already. There's lust. There's the crime of passion. Well, I mean, I think I think the better way to do it, mm-hmm. because again, I mean, we could we can't be here all day, right? Like we're, we're running low. But so, kind of maybe like a lightning round. I, I would say different uh, things for each one. Yeah, different different aspects. Like you know, we go back to to right to gluttony, right? And I would advise lots of teeth. Yep. Right. Uh, an overabundance of flesh of of rolling in terms of movement. You know, mouths, uh-huh. obviously. Like, uh, could also subvert it and go the other way, you know, starvation, but can never be filled. So you're always eating and eating and eating, but it's never actually filling. Certainly. Uh, but even then, you want to use, when designing mm-hmm. the creature, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's going to need mouths. So mouths and teeth and, and openings mm-hmm. that maybe don't fit with people. Maybe the mouth opens vertically. <laughs> okay. Or both. Yeah. You know? Multiples. You know, lots of rows of teeth, lots of bulbous flesh, round, you know? Okay. Well, if we're going to do a laying round, then hit me with pride. No. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 technically. No. <laughs> How about a mirror? Did you say a beer? A mirror. Okay. For like the pride and vanity and appearance. I like that. Reflective, uh, yeah, reflective surfaces. Um, I, I'm thinking, 
uh, squared off right angles. You know, interesting. I'm picturing like the chiseled jaw, the defined shoulder pads. Now that's in a humanoid form, uh-huh. right? But you apply that other places as well. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, tight right angles, creature posture. We're not slumping. I think that's definitely going to be important. I like that. Straight and stiff. Yep. Yep. All right. Greed. Which, funnily enough, by contrast, I would have um, more hunched over with my greed-type creatures. Arms always ready to grab something. And probably multiple arms. I see it as multiple, yes. Yeah, multiple arms. Like, I, I would tap of my head a greed spirit just designing it immediately. I would think like a um, like a monkey, <laughs> right? But, yeah, with, like, six arms. Cas- yeah, mm-hmm. constantly grabbing his other. Right. Constantly grabbing from multiple angles all the time. Um, and, and beady little eyes that, that constantly shift and dart. Maybe multiples. But, like, as they're shifting and darting, they're super focused on the one thing. Maybe. Maybe one set is. Ah, you know, oh, maybe okay. they're going in different directions at any given point. It's always watching. It's always, you know, I, I want to add a level of paranoia to it. You know, mm-hmm. something, something slivery, slithery or slinking, something quick moving. Yeah. And I, I want to do, I'd say multiple arms. Okay. All right. Sloth. Which is funny. It's like almost the other direction, right? Um, <laughs> Snorlax. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. But yeah. But I mean, there it is, right? And I, I would do something deceptive like that. Something that seems like it's almost non-moving. And non-threatening. But. But, yep. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, something that, oh, something that barely ever moves. You know, go with that more rotund, probably appearance similar to Snorlax. You know, something you can mistake for, like, a boulder until it actually moves. Right, or, or while we're at it, too, um, something more stationary. I look at the fucking Sarlacc pit from, yeah. from the Star Wars. Oh, okay. I had to, oh, oh, okay. It's yeah. a microphone. Little, little little sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah, like a Snorlax pit or, or a Snorlax pit. <laughs> I just combined the two. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, like a quicksand. Yes. But full of teeth and mm-hmm. gibbs and stuff, you know? All right. Then uh, lust. Well, that's easy. Enticer. Two dogs humping. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and, and this is funny because we didn't really get into it, but we're gonna, like, I'm going to work this into this, right? Sure. In terms of stuff for Inspirato. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and first of all, guys, Ash vs. the Evil Dead is a great piece of inspiration for some creature design. They have some really nice creature design there. So a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in there, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. Um, you know, the, like, the little kids at the end of season one. <sighs> I've ripped them off a couple times. <laughs> and I'm going to say ripped them off, not even influence. Like, no, it's just, I fucking, I want that. I want that in my game. <laughs> Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think when you say lust, I mean, obviously we have enticers. We have, um, and I forget the name of the fucking lust thing in it. It's in Book of the Worm 20 or yeah, Umbra I... 20. Book of the Worm 20, I'm pretty sure. Like, Book of the Worm 20. It's got the picture up. It's, the, it's Yeah, thank you. With the hands and the mouths and the, right? Yep. Um, there's that, but but let's go the other way, too. I, I think about the end of uh, The Devil's Advocate. Ooh, it's been a while for that one, too. And also, I think Nightmare on Street 5. I think both. 
But mm-hmm. it's this, it's this where you have like in, in, uh, Devil's Advocate, you know, you had the end with uh, the pillars or whatever, and there were constant forms of men and women like screwing and, and grabbing each other and groping and rubbing up against each other on these pillars while the scene was going on. Um, you had the Nightmare on oh, Elm, the end wow. of that Nightmare on Elm Street. If it's the one I'm thinking of, it might have been four. It wasn't. It's gotta be five. Um, <laughs> but there's the, there's the giant torso where, you know, you had that same thing, like the human forms pushing out of this thin skin, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so I, you want to, you want to do that. Like it, it doesn't just have to be humans. Like I said, two dogs humping is the same thing. Yeah, right. Yes. You know, lean into the Geiger aesthetic. You could, you know, but I like that idea of, you know, maybe the spirit, it is just a mound of flesh, but it's not, it, it's the, it's the things like inside of it that are mm-hmm. pressing their way out while acts are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, levels of groping or just the, f- the flesh ples- pressed against that thin. Like you think back to Nightmare on Elm Street one, right? When when Freddy the, the that oh, excellent fucking scene, right, the, where the he's leaning of, over the top of the bed, yeah, yeah like that, Ooh. but just more explicit because we're talking about lust, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have Wrath. He's an alright guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Hey, Wrath. Nice no, to see you, buddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to do barbs and spikes, you know, um, sharp angles. I very much see a whole bunch of just sharp. Right. Um, I, I want, a, in terms of color, I would go lots of blacks, browns, and reds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top heavy in appearance. Like, it's always ready to, like, you know, it's got all that muscle or all that power just ready to unleash. Yep. I like that, too. Maybe keep a permanent hunch, sort of like Greed, but instead of like crouched over grabbing things, more of like the Predator ready to run at any second. Like it's ready to just take a step and go. I'd say more coiled, like a fucking rattlesnake. Okay. You Weird. Know, it, but it, yeah. You know, and it's not super, it's not very different from what you're saying. I just, I want to evoke that more imagery because it's more something ready to, stri- you know, it's ready to strike. You know that mm-hmm. like that rattlesnake, any, any fucking second, right? It's just going to boom, lunge, and, you know. That's good, though. That's good. And then last would be, uh, and definitely not least, but uh, Envy. Daniel Tyson. <sighs> it was going to be whatever you said. I wasn't keeping track. <laughs> I'm so glad I picked that one last. Thanks. I'm glad and you that's didn't, our show. I'm glad we'll you didn't pick you Lust. <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm glad you didn't pick Lust last. <laughs> <laughs> that have been bad for all of us. <laughs> All right, so I'm, seriously hit me with envy. No, don't hit yeah. me with envy, but like, give me something, <laughs> ideas for envy. I mean, if I had to go off the top of my head, first thing that comes to mind is a mimic. You know, it looks like whatever it's interacting with. Like, it wants to be whoever or whatever it's interacting with. Just maybe a little different. So, like, an imitator. Yeah. I, I could see that. I, I, I don't want to bring up the color green. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, that there's, there's a hue you want to use. And you almost don't want to because it's so on the nose. But fuck, you but know. You kind of have to. You kind of yeah. have to. Yeah. It's just imitating everything that you're doing, but it's a green version of it. <laughs> it looks like you, but greenly. It strikes with verdant philosophy. Burden philosophy? <laughs> wow! Fuck off, Porter. <laughs> you know, going back to that mimic idea just a little bit, instead of just mimicking whatever it's interacting with, it's mimicking 
everything around it, just little bits and pieces here. So let's say, you know, you have a spirit of envy interacting with your pack. It's an amalgamation of your pack. I can get by that. I could see that. I, I could, um, I'll see that and raise it this, right? It appears in a form of something that the, that the, the viewer, I guess, covets mm-hmm. but doesn't have. Okay. But really wants. Jaeger runs into it. Himself with an arm? Yes, is what I was going to say. For example. It's not a great example, but it's something surface level, it's right? It's surface level and easy to reference. Sure. Right. Crimson Ghost looks at it and sees a version of himself. Next with, to his grandfather. Well, no, with as his grandfather. Oh. As the Beast of St. John. Holding okay. the axe with the, and then how do you really articulate that? But it's that understanding because mm-hmm. we are talking about spirit. So it doesn't have to be one for one. It doesn't have to, it can be a concept and be viewed that way. Right. Or even something as. Like it's not, it doesn't have to be a dude. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I mean, I'm going the same, the same, uh, direction with it. It's holding on to something that they've been searching for and fighting for and trying to, to get for however long, and it's just just out of reach every single time. A long lost fetish. All right, yeah. Or um, here's a weird one. As the a version of the American Gothic painting, except okay. instead of the farmer and his wife, it's you and the long lost love, the one that got away. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, because that would hit you hard. Right, and the painting's just floating there, and as you speak to it, maybe the both of the the subjects of the portrait speak in unison, uh-huh. blink in unison, the mouths open and close in this painting as one, both voices come out to interact. That's good. That's good. Yeah, the one that got away. Oh, man. Yeah, that's fun. Could always show up as you with something you've been chasing after. You know, you're a silver fang wanting to get that familial clave. You're just waiting for your chance to prove yourself. Exactly. And you give life to that vision and that concept of it, you know, in a way, and you, hopefully you do it in a way that isn't just directly in front of, like I said, like, like the American, how do you, how do you do the, the envy of the, the one that got away? Mm-hmm. Do it as the painting. That well-known yep. American Gothic painting that you don't need to explain that shit. No. You know, you do, you could do the same thing, you know, like uh, with, with that, from that family clay that, that CJ's talking about, right? It's like a painting or a statue <laughs> of you with that clave. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or it starts that way and it's, it's taken and the statue crumbles and the head rolls down over in front of you and the statue's head starts speaking. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, play with, cause we're talking about the spirits. You can play with, with it visually like that. Yeah. And you can tailor it a bit with concepts like that that are hitting on a personal level. Oh, that's good. Right. And look at, we just, all seven deadly sins. How fucking awesome would that be to see? Well, in just the, ideas of them, not the whole... Well, sure, but like, so, yeah. like a storyteller can very easily take any of those ideas and bring all of those into their game. And again, that's why we did this episode. So, fucking bully. <laughs> right, because Halloween is fun and creature design is fun. And, and that's another thing, too, when you go for Inspirato. I would recommend hitting Tubi. Yes. Because Tubi is free. <laughs> and they have, well, I mean, so, I mean, there's commercials, whatever, but... It's free and it's pretty extensive and it's horror library. Mm-hmm. So look into some of those creature flicks. There's, there's some good creature design there. Crypt TV. Crypt TV. I love Crypt TV. Big fan SCP of the looks. Foundation. Yep. 
You know, I think about even some recent flicks like The Boogeyman. I recently saw, and I liked the creature. It didn't blow me away, but I really liked the creature design. Okay. You look at Smile, and just the 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 smile. I mean, just even the fucking trailer. Like you see that oh, that, that yeah. creepy ass smile. Like even something like that can be integrated into your creature design. You know, so find that inspiration. Look for some weird shit. Borrow the stuff you like. Mix it with the other stuff. You know, well, have hey, gorehounds out there with the slasher movies. Exactly. Have some fun. And happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. We will see uh it is that time. So unfortunately we're gonna have to let you go, but you know what? We're gonna see uh next week with our actual play, the next part. That's uh ten two, I believe. Yep. So we'll see the uh thrilling conclusion of that story and a couple uh maybe example of some creature design that you may or may not enjoy. And that then we we'll... definitely wanted to talk about but couldn't yet. <laughs> right. And we'll be back in two weeks for Halloween proper. So trick or treat, my friends. On behalf of uh, Danny, CJ, and myself, we want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Keep your claws sharp and your head in a swivel. We'll see you. and watch a horror movie or else. Preferably with werewolves in it.